Almost Famous with John Shea. Featuring local and independent musicians from the South Shore, Boston, and New England. On 95.9 WATD. Welcome to the almost famous Tiny Stage Hour, 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England, brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. I'm John Shea. Give me a follow tonight on Facebook and Instagram at Almost Famous Radio. Subscribe to the podcast. Find that by searching Almost Famous WATD on your favorite podcast app or check out almostfamousradio.com. And if you're a local band or musician with original music you'd like to hear on the radio, simply reach out. Find the contact information over at 959WATD.com. So tonight we're being joined on the tiny stage by Lady Lupine. How are you guys doing? Hi. Oh, Hi. How are you? Hello. Good. Give yourselves an introduction. Who is in studio? I'm Christina Lacoste, and I'm the lead singer and sometimes pretend guitarist. <laughs> John Duso on the bass. I'm Fran McConville on guitar. My name is Josh Quadra. I play the drums. Fantastic. So, guys, welcome to the show. This is exciting. This yeah. has been in the works for quite a few years. Yes. <laughs> Very long time. I want to say Christina reached out in, what, 2018, 2019, somewhere around there? Has it been that long? Yeah, what just, is time? We were just babies. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> the description of the band that I see on a lot of your websites is heavy soul. Talk about what that means. So it's combining our love of heavier alt rock music with our love of soul and blues and oldies. Like just Almost mixing throwback. these two worlds that we love so much. Fantastic. Yep. And if people want to track you down online tonight, where's the best place to go while they're listening to your in-studio tonight? Online? Yeah, your oh, online information. Oh, you can check out our, our Facebook page. Yep. Cool. And you have a website, too, you can share. Working on it. Gotcha. I have a link, <laughs> I have a link tree. Cool. People still go to websites? Wow. They do, I guess. Oh, I, I just bought the domain, so trust me, Ooh, we're sweet. working on Very it. Very cool. So we do have Lady Lupine. Dot com in the works. I just, uh, we're, it's under construction. But. but for Facebook, just do a search for Lady Lupine? Absolutely. We'll awesome. have all the events, all the information's always posted there. Speaking so of events, there's a show coming up in exactly a month. Yes, exactly a month. Um, April 7th, we're playing the Boston Harbor Distillery out in Dorchester with four-piece suit. You got to say it the right way, though. Dorchester. Dorchester. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so let's start the night off with some music. What are we kicking off the show with tonight? Tonight we're starting with What It Is. Fantastic. We have Lady Lupine in studio tonight on the Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD.
keep me the villain of your mind Can't blame what you can't find I'll be the follower while you build your happy home But it's easier, but it's easier Gonna make this easy on you, baby Lady Lupine on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9 WATD, sounding incredible tonight. We've got the full band going all electric tonight, which is kind of a rarity for us here. But what it is, talk about that song. How did that song happen? So this song, the bass line was written by our friend who started off as the basis of Lady Lupine. His name's Xander Hayes. He's moved to Portland, Oregon. We still love him. We miss him. And now we have John and we've known John forever. But Z came in with this really cool idea for a bass line. And he was saying that he was listening to like African music and saying it was like the rhythm was based on inspiration from that. And then I was able to pull together some lyrics I had written that fit over it perfectly. So that is definitely the the genesis of this song. Now, is it true? I heard some some rumblings in the back there when I was sound checking that this is John's live debut or or recording debut. It is. It is. Yeah, we've all been playing together. I mean, we've been playing together off and on for probably 15 years at this point. But I officially joined the band about a year ago after Zay moved away. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. You sound yeah. great. Thanks so much. Let's talk about the history of the band. How did you guys all come together and, and form what we're listening to this evening? So John and I used to... The credits roll. Far, far away. Far, far so John and I worked at a, a, a music store way back in the day. I didn't know that you played bass uh, or that. And by the way, like the music store that we worked at had a lot of great Boston musicians working there yeah. at the time. This was like yeah, in sure. 2006 or seven. Yeah. And there was like a Christmas party. We had like a Christmas party. And 
There was this guy, James Owens, who's, oh, James. who's like <laughs> he's like the glue of of this corner of the of the scene. But we had like a party and and there were a, there was instruments there and we all went up and jammed. And that's right, kind of where right. we all like, well, you and I, at least yeah, first sort of connected. connected. Yeah, for sure. And then wow. and then there was this bar in uh, Brookline called O'Leary's. That was an amazing bar in this kind of like meeting spot for all these great musicians. They were great about hosting new music. Yeah, and really being supportive of the, of the whole scene for sure. Absolutely. And, and so John and I would play there with James and, and, and a ton of other musicians. And just through that jamming is when we, we met yeah. Tina. And that was back in like 08 or 09 or 09. something like that. Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. You, when you started coming in. And then Fran, you started playing with us in like 2010 or 11 or something like something that. Something like that, yeah. yeah. So, so it was all kind of this that, that revolving door of musicians that really, I think yes. solidified yeah our our connection as a as a group. It was definitely it was the Wednesday residency they had, and it was just show up and get on stage, and we all knew each other, yeah. so it was a safe space, and it's just everything melded, and it was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Loved it. When did things click as a band? Like, when did you realize that you guys wanted to play together and create original music? Fran and I actually started playing. Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> also a long time ago. Oh, ancient history. <laughs> Ten but years we, ago. Yeah, yeah, honestly, we were a duo at first, and we would play shows and tour around. We even went to Mexico City at one point and did a little tour there, just writing songs as a duo. We lived actually in a house in Brookline. The guy who, actually Milt Reeder, who we're going to share the show with on April 7th, we were living at his house, um, and he's above a studio as well, and we would like write music all night and just started shaping songs and a lot of the songs that we wrote then are here now with, with Lady Lupine. So talk about the band name too. How did Lady Lupine become your name? So when we started, it was me, Fran, and we pulled in a friend, Thaddeus, his name was Thaddeus and he was a songwriter and it was like short lived, but we loved him and we would write some songs with him. He ended up moving and he came up with the name. We just liked the alliteration and we liked that it could mean multiple things and it just felt like it fit. Very cool. Yeah. How do you think your sound has evolved over that time? Oh, I love this question. I think it went from folk to getting a little bit more grittier and louder and more interesting. I think we have more interesting time signatures and I don't know. What do you, what do you think, Fran? I would say that's, that's true. Yeah. 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 I think that the new players that have come in because you guys had a drummer at one point because right. I was living in California at the time. And then I flew, I came back in like 2015, 16 and I played a couple shows with y'all and just the changing of the members and in a positive way affected the sound. Cause I remember not getting Z when, when Z came in, I felt like he brought a lot of like blues rock elements and he was comfortable doing more odd time stuff that Fran and I like to do a lot. And then with John coming in, you know, John is an octopus of talent and he could do lots. I don't know why he called you an octopus. I just feel like, like you do so much. because of many arms. It's your many arms. Yeah. I feel like you do, you could do anything. Like, I feel like you're, you're invincible and you can do all these great things and support it, support the music in a, such a creative way and kind of help us go where we're supposed to be going. Thank you. I've felt that more now. So it's, it's, it's nice. Nice to have that kind of evolution. I actually have a little story about that. Our first night playing with Xander at Toad, you looked at Xander. And we, this is how we knew he, he was our bassist because he was like, 
I haven't been ex- this excited to play with a bassist since John Duso. And that, so John, you're like, you were like our measure. Of, like, <laughs> so that's like, I was like, okay, so Z's in the band. And now it's full circle that it worked out that you were first yeah, yeah, for to sure. join us for sure. after was, Z left. I was definitely jealous watching you all play. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. All right, cool. I'll have my time. I'll have my time. And you have it. Yeah, and exactly. I was, you know, I, I, I got to give a lot of props to Z that, you know, all these tunes are, are really part of his creation, and I'm, I'm just uh, grateful to kind of walk in his footsteps to get a, get a hold of these tunes. So Fantastic. Well, let's do more tunes. What are we listening to next? Um, next, we're going to do Room for You. All right. We have Lady Lupine, the full band, live on the tiny stage tonight, 95.9. WATD, it's all yours.
Lady Lupine sounding great tonight on the tiny stage. We have the full band in studio, which is kind of a rare thing for us here. And who wants to talk about that song? How did that one happen? Room for you. Oh, (laughs) that one happened after a breakup for me, and I wrote it on my keyboard, and I was just taking time away from where I was living, and it was just like a week of me just trying to adjust, and I wrote it. Yeah, and then then it grew. You know, I had it in the demos, and I showed it to Fran, and it kind of just sat in the demos, honestly, for a long time until Lady Lupine was more developed, and then I was able to bring that out and able to work with it as a band versus just like me and my keyboard. Now, the person in question, does he know that song is about him? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) He's heard it live. I don't know. (laughs) Make sure to tag him. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But yeah, actually, so it was one of the Frankenstein songs where I had the lyrics and then Fran added the part in five and it just came together. Fantastic. The songs that we're listening to tonight, are they available for streaming? Absolutely, yes. It's on Spotify and it's called Extended Plays. It's a series of singles that we released in 2021, I think. Yeah. Excellent. That's Lady Lupine, the guest tonight on the WATD Tiny Stage. We are up against our first break of the night. We have a lot more to listen to, more stories to tell to. We've got the full band here, so it's going to be a great rest of the night. 95.9 WATD, it's Almost Famous, brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. And now, back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. Welcome back to the Almost Famous Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. I'm John Shea. We're brought to you each week by Tiny and Sons Glass. Tonight being joined in studio by a full band, Lady Lupine. How are you guys doing? You guys sound amazing tonight. Thank you. Doing great. Yeah. Let's do another round of introductions. Who is here? I'm Christina Lacoste. I'm the lead singer. John Duso. I'm on the bass. I'm Josh Quadra. I'm the drummer. I'm Fran McConville. I am the guitarist. And share with us the online information. Where can people track you guys down and stay up to date on the upcoming shows? Please visit our Facebook page or our Instagram page. We will have LadyLupine.com up shortly. Um, we're looking forward to having our website up and running very soon. Nice. And a big show coming up almost exactly a, a, a month from tonight. That's right. We're going to be playing the Boston Harbor Distillery, the Boston Habit Distillery <laughs> in Dorchester. Cool. Um, with four-piece suit. Friday, April 7th. We're so excited. What can we expect that night? So we have four-piece suit, and Milt has described his music as eclecto hijinks, which sounds very strange because it is. So accurate. It's, <laughs> right? It's very, uh, it's rock, but also it's vaudeville, but also it's like old school Beatles. He incorporates a lot of everything we love from the 60s. It's very quirky. I mean, he's a giant. He has done so many things. I'm talking about Milt. He's going to be so embarrassed. <laughs> the band is awesome. Too. Like yeah, uh, yeah. all the musicians are absolutely sick. Yes. So we're, yes. we're it's it's going to be a night of just really great music. No matter what you're into, yes. it's going to be great. Speaking of music, you have a ton online. What's available from you guys that you can stream while we're listening? <laughs> Thank you for asking. Um, we you can stream us on Spotify. We have all of our music up. We have extended plays, which was released in 2021. Please go listen. That'd be great. Also, visit us on Bandcamp. Let's do more music. What are we listening to next from you guys? Up next, we're going to play Ghost. Ah, and this is kind of a change in direction from you guys. Oh, yes. <laughs> Very cool. Let's hear the song, and then we'll, uh, we'll talk about it. We have Lady Lupine live on the tiny stage, 95.9 WATD. It's all yours.
Subtle words between the lines Slipping down to reach our lips in time to see The last wave of her hand All the things we wish we could have seen Paths and roads Secret schemes forever still Paintings on a Dusty books, things rearrange this room. Dreams haunt just the same. Imprint as a ghost in my bed. Dusty books, things rearrange this room. These dreams haunt just the same. Your imprint is a ghost in my bed. Very haunting. I like the sound of that. Very kind of a, a different sound than we've heard so far tonight. How did that song happen, Ghost? Well, I think you're hearing the the change in sound because Fran and I wrote that as a duo. So that is definitely more of our folk singer-songwriter background coming through. And we just love to play it as a full band because it builds so nicely. It's one of my favorite songs. Oh. Like, it, it really is. From a drumming perspective, you know, a ballad can be a challenge, but... But man, there was so, when I first heard this from y'all, like, I, I remember it was like, dude, there's so much space. It's a spooky, haunty thing. Like, I remember we were in the studio recording it, 
I was like, dude, I wish I had like chains. Yes. I wish I had chains so I can like this like this like ghost of the past <laughs> is like haunting you. <laughs> we, we didn't have any chains, but it. But uh, it, it, what a fun the song! Remix. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> My haunted remix. Good <laughs> Let's go back in time and talk about when music first became part of your lives. What is your very first music memories? I, so I have an interesting story, like how I got started playing drums. I was going to school in Los Angeles, and they didn't have a lot of money for music back then. And so you, you either got a, the instrument that you picked, which was very limited, or you got to play flute or clarinet. And look, there's nothing wrong with flute or clarinet, but, you know, kid in seventh grade, it's like, that's not cool. I want to play the bright, shiny, brassy instrument. I think I picked sax first and I didn't get that. And then I wanted like trumpet or trombone. I didn't get those. I was like, I'm running out of options and I don't want to play flute or clarinet. Those don't look fun. And someone said, hey, what about percussion? Who wants to play for the percussion section? I was like, well, that's very interesting. I don't know what that is. What's a percussion? <laughs> and so I put my name in the hat and I was the last name picked out of the hat to play. Like in, in seventh grade, I had no musical drive at all. Wow. Um, and, and then I, so I got picked to play drums. Someone put six in my hands and I started figuring it out and here I am. That's great. Wow. The sorting hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was the sorting hat. You are in <laughs> Slytherin. <laughs> oh, good. That's the team I would want. It's the house I'd want to be in anyway. You got it? Wow. Yeah, it. Thanks for asking that. I didn't even know that. You know that? Awesome. Oh yeah. Yep. Little no facts. That's how Christina pays the band with the sorting hat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I go next. Go. I, I've been playing music all my life. I was lucky enough to... That's uh, John, by the way. Yeah, I was lucky enough to have my family um, get me piano lessons from a very young age. I'm told I started at three. I don't remember anything from that time. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I started playing piano from very young up through... I took lessons all the way up through high school or so. And then I had a really great teacher in the end of, of that that started because I was classically trained and I, I just found it kind of boring, although it kind of just got all the musical knowledge in my head. But uh, she started to play rock bands for me. And that's how I discovered Queen and Elton John and Billy Joel and like these these rock piano players or, or music that had rock piano in it. And I was like, oh, OK, you can do something else with this. But that was also the early 90s, and then music obviously changed pretty, it took a big left turn there, and so I started playing guitar and bass with a buddy of mine. His brother had an old beat-up bass guitar. He gave me that, and I just became the bass player of our, of our high school band, and then that's kind of the rest of it. I've always been the bass player in bands, but I play a little bit of everything, and I've always just found music really, really interesting, so I'd, I'd noodle on the drummer's drum set when I when they would give me a moment. Or that I'd was play. you? <laughs> I knew it. You touch my drum set! Don't touch my drum Don't set! Touch my oh. Who's next? Uh, very much like John, uh, probably around the same age. I don't know why or how, but I became obsessed with uh, Handel's Messiah, and I would listen to Bach records, of course. Sweet! And then when I was 13, I discovered guitar, uh, thanks to my dad. Um, who plays bluegrass mandolin. And then also through my dad, I discovered Duke Levine, and then later uh, Milt Reeder, and then just fell in love with the guitar at that point, and, that's, and here we are. Fantastic. Last but not least, Christina. Oh. So when I was five, I was lucky to have a neighbor who had a piano and was a music into music. I think she might have been a sub-music teacher, and she figured out in the car... I was singing stop in the name of love like when I was a kid and she like turned down the radio and it's a whole story and she's like 
went to my mom. And she's like, your kid is musical. You got to get her into stuff. And I was like, yeah, I want to play piano. And like we were, you know, my mom was like, great. We're going to sign her up for lessons. It's going to be great. She comes home with an accordion. And I cried because it was not a keyboard and it was the dorkiest thing ever. And I was like, I wanted a keyboard. And she's like, well, this was cheaper. And I was like, okay. And then I ended up loving it. right? (laughs) And like, I just love my mother's chaos because I, I ended up loving it and like playing it. And I was like, I mean, we're out playing accordion. So why not? Yeah. Right. So it ended up being my instrument, like in a really intense way, like, I was in accordion bands and we'd go to the Marriott and there'd be these like accordion shows. And I have like trophies. Like trade shows. Yeah. Did you know this? Yeah. And <laughs> no, I, 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 I did. So I had like solos and I had to learn them. And if like, if your bellows were out at the wrong measure, you got marked down. Like it was really, really regimented. And I had to like wear like pantsuits. It was, I was, I was now, a dork. Like, hold on. Are there any accordion solos in Lady Lupine? No. I ask for them every time we get together. It's you like, see the pictures please. and we're like, dude, please. All right. So I got it. Okay. I got it. I got to fix the pickup. And if we can run that thing through some pedals, let's do it. Doing it. Do some right? distortion and stuff yeah. like that. Absolutely. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah. Accordion looping and stuff like that. I'm sure it's a thing. Somebody must be doing Lupine. that. Yeah, there you go. No. Enough. On that note, let's do more music. What are we listening to next? All right. Up next, we're going to play Pennies. All right. Lady Lupine live in studio tonight on the tiny stage, minus the accordion, 95.9 WATD. <laughs>
and falling stars or two. But she ain't worth the penny. Lady Lupine live in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. That song, again, is called? Pennies. Nice. Talk about how it happened. What's that one about? So actually, this was a really important song for Fran and I in terms of our writing together and learning how to write. And it, it was one of the moments that was kind of a breakthrough because the chords he put together for it were so perfect for the lyrics. And it was one of those things where the lyrics just came out all at once. And it just fit together. It doesn't always happen that way, but it just, everything, I think we sat down and wrote it in like a couple hours and it just, everything just came together and it was just important for, I think, just for our trajectory as musicians. So talk about how songwriting works within the band. How do you write and how do you compose? It changes. I think that the flexibility is important in terms of like who brings what. If somebody shows up with a full song idea, we're going to flesh it out. If somebody shows up with, like, sometimes I'll have lyrics and then these guys will have something melodic. And if we can just pull it together, yeah. we will. But there's yeah. different ways. And that just happened the other day. We were right. we were playing last week and Christina came in with this really cool riff and melody. And, and we were just able to kind of fill in the missing pieces mm. between the between the four of us and... It's really, it's really good. When is the song ready? Is it ever ready? <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's a very interesting question. When is it ready? You, I don't think anyone really knows. One thing for me when I know is like, okay, good. Does it feel good enough that I don't have to like think about it? Right. Like if right. I yes. if I can play through the song and be able to look at look at people 
have fun, like not have to think about yeah, the get parts. A, get out of your head. Yeah. Like that's when I feel for me anyway, where it's like, all right, good. I got this. Let's, yeah, yeah. let's do this. This is great. I agree with that. I also think that because we all came from, you know, the scene of O'Leary's where everything is in the moment, it, we all understand the in the moment part of music and like figuring out who the song is as we go. I think that that's really important that we're super fluid with what that could mean. And it allows the song to naturally evolve into something that it could be. I can say too, that, you know, from doing this show for a number of years now, the songs that most people think are not ready and not relatable and songs that mean the least to them are the songs that really connect with the listener and those are the songs that end up being people's favorites Isn't that wild uh, I, I that that happens so much for me where i'll have a band that i like or whatever and i'll interact with them and be like man i love this like yeah that almost wasn't a thing it's like what <laughs> that's like my favorite thing you yeah. guys need to do this live and rob's like oh yeah okay but it, it's, it's interesting because it's it Someone, the listener brings so much to the conversation, right? Sometimes as an artist, we have to like let go of our attachment to these songs right. and be like, cool, if you're digging it, that's fantastic. Absolutely. Big time. Lady Lupine tonight, the guest on the tiny stage, 95.9 WAT. Let's keep on rolling with the music. What are we listening to next? I think we have two more to go. We do. The next one's a cover. Uh, we're going to be playing Glory Box. Ah, cool. This is Portishead? It yes. is nice, yes. very cool. Like I, I hear the uh, the similarities in sound too, so I'm excited to hear your version of this. Ah, thanks, Lady Lupine, live on the tiny stage, ninety five nine WATD.
take a little love from my side when you can. So let down tenderness. No Lady Lupine live in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. We are up against our final break of the night. We have time for one more song. Does that work for you guys? Yeah. All right. We'll we'll do that after this. 95.9 WATD on the tiny stage with Lady Lupine. And now back to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. For the final time tonight, welcome back to the Tiny Stage 95.9 WATD. I'm John Shea, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from across New England. Brought to you, of course, by Tiny and Sons Glass, being joined in studio tonight by Lady Lupine. You guys sound amazing tonight. Thank you so much for making this happen. Thank you so much for having us. Glad to be here. Anytime. So let's do one final round of introductions. Who is here? I'm Christina Lacoste. I am the lead singer. John Duso on bass. I'm Josh Quadra on the drums. Brandon McConville on guitar. Fantastic. And out of all the band members tonight, who scares you the most? Um, I'm always going to say Josh because he gets unhinged. He's just... <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta keep an eye on that guy. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> 
Excellent. That was Good. a weird question, Good. man. Good. <laughs> Keep guessing. Excellent. And my next one was going to be like, John, because he's tall. Yeah. <laughs> Just staring at you from across the room. I was like, definitely the rhythm section. <laughs> I want to hear what unhinged Josh is like. Later, later. 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 I don't know why I said that. <laughs> no, I, it came from it came from somewhere <laughs> truth though. So I want to I want to find. There's, there's a video of you on the tour bus somewhere. Yeah, yeah some like, Finding people for the notes they didn't play. <laughs> I'm losing it. You know who I am? <laughs> How dare you? Have you heard the uh, who's that drummer? He's got like some a bunch of like bus tapes that inspired oh, Seinfeld. Buddy Rich. Buddy Rich. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, the '80s were like a brilliant time, man. It was the cocaine, I think. Man. It was the cocaine, man. He was <laughs> trashing people. Awful. <laughs> Share the website, the socials, all that stuff. I just went into that. <laughs> No, it was. I do want to know eventually what made you say that. I'm in trouble. In a friendly way. No, no, I'm just morbid curiosity. I think it's just drumming. Uh, you could visit our uh, Facebook page, <laughs> and you could visit our Instagram, and you can visit our not finished website. You can visit Bandcamp. All, all the all your no more social media uh, locations. TikTok, OnlyFans. We're we're definitely on there. OnlyFans, uh, we're working on that too. Uh, we'll, have a sub- we'll have a subscription. <laughs> I really want to. Buy- <laughs> I want to. Buy- oh, sorry, different. different. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I kind of want to get us a MySpace if that's still possible. I can't, I can't figure out my password. Can't, I've tried. I can I see I my MySpace email or the password. To Tom's still my best friend. I mean, I he just wanted to make the world a friendlier place. Yes, man, you know. Shout out to Tom from yes. MySpace. Yes, Zuckerberg had to come in and ruin. Well, that went somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have a big show coming up one month from tonight. Give us the details on that. Yes, uh, we're so excited. It's going to be Friday, April 7th at Boston Harbor Distillery in Dorchester. And we're playing with four-piece suits. Um, we're really excited. It's going to be, it's a it's a whiskey distillery. So there's whiskey and there's high ceilings and it's gorgeous in there. And we've been trying to play there for a long time. So we're really looking forward to it. And that's April 7th, as long as the band doesn't break up before then. Yep. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> before that happens, let's hear one final song. What are we hitting the top of the hour with? We're going to play Undo Redo. And before you play the song, talk about it. How did this one happen? This was all Xander, Xander Hayes. Yep. He wrote the song in its completion and brought it to us and taught us it. And this is all Z. So this is for Z. Let's hear it. Guys, thank you again. Best of luck with the show. Best of luck with everything this year. And we'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. 95.9 WATD. One final time on the tiny stage. It's Lady Lupine.
you're my star, my sky, my sunshine. You're my moonshine. You're my alcohol, and I'm addicted. And I wish I could undo it all. Tonight you're my star, my sky, my sunshine. 